Dana and Owls. Welcome to Isn't It Past Your Bedtime. I'm Krista. And I'm Rachel. Uh, happy New Year to everyone. Oh, I, good. I, a new year means I'll write the wrong date on everything for the next like month. Mm-hmm. Notoriously, my my worst one, because usually you like write like last year, right? In 20, it was like 2019 or 2020, I wrote 2016 on something and I was like, <laughs> what is happening? So hopefully it's not that bad this year. Yeah. It has been a struggle already. My one day at work so far. Hmm. Thankfully, I haven't had it too bad, but that's mainly because I don't have to do anything where I'm writing down dates of any kind. So, or like, mm-hmm. I have like, like notes. So I like write the date for everything. Yeah. I think I don't have meetings. So I don't have that problem, but jelly. Just gonna jump in. We are doing um Goodreads Awards winners. I don't know, they have titles. Either way, every year has like the Goodreads best awards. I think half like top it, picks list or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I think half of it is like possibly paid for. Like I don't totally trust that it's random, mainly because there are books that end up in multiple categories that also like I know the voting part is real, like that part I totally get. It's just how they end up in all of these. Like some books end up in multiple categories and that bothers me. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. Like I think somebody like won two categories. I don't know. Either way. Seems unfair. Yeah. So that's it. That's it. There's nothing all that exciting. These are just the best books that won some of the best books from 2023. Um, so I read, and I don't know what category this was in, probably like general fiction. I have no idea. Um, I should have looked it up. Yellow Face by R.F. Kong. So this one, um, she is primarily, from what I can tell, like a fantasy writer. Um, I know she's done like a handful. Like she has like the Poppy Wars series is her. And she has like Babel, which is like a really big high fantasy one. Um, but this one is not. So this one is about our main character named um, Juniper Song Hayward. She goes by June or like some people call her Junie. Um, she is an author so she went to Yale um, and she met uh, one of our other characters Athena Liu um, like their very first week at Yale they like lived on the same floor um, they both known like since they were like basically as soon as you can like decide what you like think of when you want to grow up they both know they wanted to be writers um, so they both like bonded over Love that confidence yeah seriously right they're like oh you've known i think she said that like they both knew since they were sentient so like since like the moment you could like think of it they were like yep we're gonna be writers wow yeah and then so so of course they like end up in like all their classes together like all throughout yale everything Mm -hmm. like that um athena is just kind of like naturally better um like she's like winning awards she got she gets um they like submit like short stories to whatever like the Yale newspaper short story printed mm-hmm. press thing is um, and like they never take freshmen but like she gets posted and June doesn't so basically from the moment they met June well I maybe mean, not the moment but like since freshman the end of freshman year at least um, June has basically been jealous of Athena like everything that she does is just a little bit better and like she is her parents like immigrated over from china and but she grew up in like england and was going to boarding school so she has this like perfect like can't quite place it accent and she's got like gorgeous skin like stereotypical like all of these things right and like um you know she has like the perfect english she did all these things where you're like 
they you're being a bit stereotypical like there's multiple times like um she'll say something i'll explain it later but like june's not a great person here um either way so they like they go through college um i think like right before they're gonna graduate or maybe sometime right after i don't know the exact timeline um athena gets her like first like book deal so she gets a six-figure bonus signing whatever um i can't remember what the heck it's called but basically you have to like earn out of your bonus and then you can start earning money so it's an advance there you go so she gets like Mm -hmm. a six-figure advance um which is like apparently like kind of unheard of in this world i don't know if the how i'm assuming it's accurate since it's an author writing about author things but i don't know uh, yeah but apparently like for a debut novel like six figures is like kind of crazy um but so she gets that i feel like it's uh, probably a lot yeah yeah for like a for a brand new novel that like nobody knows you and like yeah you've won like some awards and stuff but like you haven't done much i mean maybe not awards but like Hmm you know like her short stories and stuff have been picked for things um and so and she pretty much athena mostly writes at least i think this first novel and a lot of her other ones that come out after are about like things like she's kind of basically taking like her parents like history and like turning it into and like fictionalizing it and like her short stories like one of them she went to um like a korean war memorial museum type thing and like was talking to the people and documenting it all and then like retold their stories from like a fictionalized point of view versus like the real people um so it's kind of like what she's doing she is an absolute hit like everybody loves it instant bestseller all of these things she's doing great she's keep writing books everything's everything she's doing is amazing is amazing june writes her first book um she gets a fairly small advance like a couple like 10 grand maybe 20 grand something like that um and it's like a story it's basically like an almost an autobiography but like not quite she's basically like writing the story of like her and her sister and like having like a mother who because the father died like when they were like kind of younger or whatever Mm -hmm. and like he was the one who got along with june and so she's always kind of felt like ostracized from her family and everything like that um and her book does not do well like uh, she was supposed to go on like a 10 city tour. This goes down to three cities. It never gets a second printing. It never makes it into paperback. Like, oh, rough. Yeah. Um, her agent that she ends up, her original agent, I think like leaves or is fired or something like that, or just goes, gets a better job. Who knows? And so then she just kind of like falls into this other person's like area, all the things. Um, so she basically just completely resents Athena. Um, they still meet up. So they both now live in. Uh, so they're both in New York City at this point, kind of like where the book picks up, uh, like where it starts and everything. We just kind of got all that backstory about the two of them. Um, and then like, because um, what is it? So June went and did Teach for America for a year. And currently she works like helping basically rich kids with like their college admissions. Um, and Athena had gotten like a... Probably pays well, but man, that would be boring. Yeah, right. And like just soul crushing again and again, like trying to like get... Like, yeah. These, like, very privileged kids to like write about something that's like been a struggle like oh gosh uh, uh, yeah and athena got like a prof- not necessarily a professorship but like she got to like come and like teach for a year at georgetown or something like that so like and she has like a super nice apartment cool. they go out for drinks like once a month um seems like Ath- athena is always the one who like reaches out and it's like hey do you want to go get drinks um like she's always like you know she's still like she's sending congratulatory texts like hey like good luck like 
yay happy new book day or whatever like how's the writing going are you hitting your word count like Athena seems like she's trying and June just completely resents her for it and is basically like of course she has to like remind me and it's like it's not her fault that your book didn't do well like she's trying to ask you to do these things but she keeps going doesn't really know why but she keeps going out um so the book starts and they are out at some bar just the two of them celebrating because one of Athena's books just got optioned for Netflix um so they're celebrating and like apparently Athena has like no other friends at least not in New York City so and like June also likes spending time with her because it's somebody like who in the industry who absolutely gets it like she's like I said she's not really close with her mom she's not close with her sister none of them understand her like sister's an accountant her mom works an office job um they don't really understand publishing world she doesn't have any other friends so like when she wants to like go complain about something or like whatever it is like Athena gets it um so I think that's a part of the reason why she still hangs out with her either way they're there they're drinking they're having a grand old time um and then Athena's like oh you want to come back to my apartment and it's like the first time June's ever been there um so she goes super nice apartment whatever they're still like drinking and everything like that um and Athena has just finished this like manuscript like first draft of a book and it's huge and she's like oh she's doing something different than what she normally does and I guess she has like a very like she like she doesn't let anybody really know what the book is that she's working on like nobody can read any parts of it until it's finished she like writes it all on a typewriter because that's like how she like does these things like wow a little yeah she they all kind of got problems going on here um but so she like shows it to June and then is like oh do you want to like read it and June's like why would she want me to do that like that's so weird and it's like dude this girl who is your friend is like clearly like kind of vulnerable and is like do you want to maybe like read over my book and so like she kind of like starts flipping through it and she's like oh crap this is really good um but then just to be a bitch she's like well I'm really drunk so I can't even like read properly right now and Athena's like okay yeah sure I guess I get it just jelly yeah like super jelly and super mean um Athena dies this night she like chokes she is making like some kind of like pancake korean i have no idea drinking pancakes uh they decide to have like a pancake eating contest and she chokes on them they're drunk as all hell june does not successfully do the heimlich and then so athena passes emt's come and all of this june steals the book she takes the manuscript saw that coming yep exactly uh and so she reads it and she's like wow this is like amazing and at first she's like really at first she's kind of like i don't really know why i did would you like find trauma whatever trauma response not the end of the world Shock. we can we, we can we can pass it we and then she, yeah and then she's like oh like i should do something to like get this out as like her final legacy because like nobody's ever gonna know and you're like okay great um and then it's, and it's like she's like but it's barely even a first draft like there'd be parts where it's like in parentheses like and then they traveled complete later and like sentences that kind of just like fall off like i'm like i don't mm-hmm. know it's giant i call that a first draft maybe not um so she starts editing it and then she goes and she submits it to her like she has to submit to like your current agent guy or something like that he declines it she ends up just taking this and claiming it as her own it's a world war one novel about um the chinese basically they like um i can't remember it's like the clc and i can't honestly can't remember what it stands for but basically uh they like took these like chinese soldiers who were pretty much illiterate um and like stole them almost but like they volunteered they didn't know what they were volunteering for all they knew is that like they're getting more money for like family um and like brought them over to the war and so this is like telling their story that nobody really knows about uh, which kind of odd 
for a white woman, but like that, nothing inherently wrong about that. Um, except yeah. as she's like, so she's going, she's editing it, and she's getting like cockier and cockier as she's doing it. She's like, oh my gosh, Athena just has a way where she just like wanders on with the words and the prose, and I fixed it all. And you're like, mm, okay, but did you? And like, so she gets picked up by like, she gets like a new publicist guy i don't really remember all these titles um he's like he's like the main person who's gonna like help go out and get all the bids and everything so she ends up at like a mid-size publisher and so like she had the big five but he was like if you do this like you'll get like more of that like one-on-one like workmanship mm-hmm. um and so they're reading and they're like yeah this is amazing but like here's like our edits and they basically want to whiteify it so they are like there's too many of these characters and they all have the same name like their name their naming convention is too similar and it's like oh so sorry that you know these people from world war one who are stolen from like a village all have similar names weird Um, shocking yeah and like so they kind of change that and then they like play up a bit of like the white british shoulders and like making them better and then there's like a scene um where and this like actually happened according to the research in the book who knows but it's like a woman is there on a missionary and she like comes over for like christmas and like leaves cookies which happens but she's like terrified of them because basically everyone has is making it out like these are criminals and horrible people so she like sets the cookies like on like a ledge and like scampers away terrified and they're like well that's like not good so they like change it to be a thing where she like comes she meets them she like kisses one of them on the cheek and they like embrace christianity like yes oh and you're like okay great white savior oh my god so it's like all these things and like she has no problem like the editors like are like oh we should do this and she's like okay and then she keeps getting compliments and they're like oh my gosh like you're one of the best like writers we've ever dealt with like usually writers are like so against us like cutting things out of their book baby but like you're like, you're a dream to work with and like some of the passages that they love she's like well i wrote that not athena so of course it's my book things really take a turn here for her in that one of the assistants is like I think they're like six-ish months out from publishing. I can't remember six weeks, six months, either way. Um, one of the assistants is like, hey, what do you think about getting a sensitivity read? Like in this day and age, like we should really like do this. Like you're spe- also specifically, you're like a white woman writing about like Chinese history in a fictionalized way. So like, and she's so against it, which I never, I don't understand why. I don't know why June is so opposed to having a sensitivity reader. Like it's not going to change anything. Nobody's going to like figure it out, but she is like so against it. She'll basically get this woman fired. Cause she like, I think she's gotta be worried that like, they're going to pick apart her parts. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they'll, they'll see through some yeah. of it where it's like, this seems authentic, but this doesn't like, mm-hmm. I can see it. Yeah. So she's like super against it. They even like changed. So she, her first book was, um, published under the name june hayward um and then but her real name is juniper which is more ethnically ambiguous and so she's like meeting with like the um people like the um basically like oh like the marketing type people and they're like but they don't like come out straight and be like are you of asian descent but they're like do you is there something maybe and she's like well middle name is song so she has this book published under the name as Juniper Song, which could be construed to not be a white woman. And they all know it. It is still her name, though. Yeah, and she's like... like, That's such a fine line. Yeah, and and she never lies. 
She always says, if asked, she always says she's white. But she lets it get away. She gets like new headshots at one point that like have her like in a different lighting and like kind of maybe like and yeah, and you're like, mm, okay. So he goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called um the last front or something like that. Doesn't really matter. Um, and then it's a smashing hit. Like she blows through. Like she her advance is like paid out. Like in the first couple of weeks, she spends like a month on the top ten bestseller list. Like all of these things are happening. Um, she's doing all of these tours all of this stuff and then all of a sudden somebody goes hmm do we think she actually wrote this because she even like in the acknowledgments she like reached out like because like right she had to come up with like some reason as to like why is she gonna write this all of a sudden like we can go figure out what your previous books were and she's like oh you know i'm just like drawn from like my friend athena and our conversations that we had and that's why i did all this research and so people start mm-hmm. calling her out and are like did you actually write it like they, and they're doing like deep dives i mean this is pretty much all like twitter for the most part so like it doesn't yeah. and that doesn't really hit like a ton like twitter for like books is like it's it's really closed off like that doesn't always typically yeah. go out to the masses um but people start reading like athena's previous works this book and june's and like comparing them all and like figuring out like okay what about this what about this like what's actually going on here and she like keeps doubling down doubling down and then somebody comes out as like athena lose ghosts on twitter and it's like i know for a fact that june didn't write that juniper didn't write this book and so basically at this point it all just starts to spiral for her like she already has had like anxiety attacks in the past and so like that's all starting to come back for her is that like Uh, considered fraud or just theft or plate I was like, it's not plagiarism. I'm like, what I think word would you um, use to describe it? Basically, it? it would be like theft. Because um, like all theft, the yeah. all the money that she made isn't hers. Like even if she had said like, if she'd come out in the beginning and been like, hey, this is her book and I'm going to help finish it up because like you it's not. You could have co-authored it. Yeah, but she didn't want to do that because then her name would always be there. And so like also at another point, she tries to like save it. Um, so she writes a second, she writes like a, a novella. But even that has like, it's like a base idea that was like, taken from something of athena's and so like but she feels like she's owed because athena like stole something from her freshman year which was like a story so like this thing happened to her uh i guess i'll just say what it is um because it is a little trigger warning for anybody um she got really drunk with a guy may or may not have been raped she doesn't remember she doesn't know um and even like she even says like in the book she was like you know like not all women have a rape story but all women have a maybe do it did i really want did i actually really want to do it did i not kind of a thing so she's like she's like yeah like it's not like my like this isn't the only thing that ever happened to me like she's perfectly fine to like go write this story but she's like she's like almost the way that like athena had written about it in the short story she was like it took exactly she was like there was like almost verbatim like things that i said and the feelings i was feeling so she basically feels owed because this is athena got like some award Mm. for that short story for like stealing her thing so she's like, oh yeah, Athena's not even that good of a person. But she basically just starts to spiral at this point. And oh my God. Um, you don't know if you can trust her narrative anymore. Like she's losing her damn mind and everything she's doing. You're just like, she's in too deep to come out and say that she stole and didn't Way actually write the book. Like she can't say that now. Um, like she is like fighting for her life. Like thankfully she's like staying like out of Twitter and like not responding. She's like listening to everybody about that. But like, yeah don't touch that yeah <laughs> don't and touch then it. but yeah she just fucking goes 
crazy how it ended i was like i don't because of course right like i know i'm coming up to the end of the book and i'm like something's got to give right like what's it gonna be didn't see it coming at all like you do figure out like what is like her psychosis comes like and you're like okay i think she's still crazy in the end she's still losing her damn mind like she absolutely needs to go find a therapist again but it's like like yeah it was good um overall four out of five and i don't know why it just didn't quite feel like a five-star read but i can't pinpoint what it was like it was good there were times where you kind of were like it felt almost a little repetitive where you're like yeah we get it like it's been a year now and you're still dealing with this that's the other thing so the book spans like three years or something like that from like the time she steals the book right because that's go get published and edited blah 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 and then like another year or so after that happens and she was like people are like still hounding her about not having written the book so like mm-hmm. i don't know that could be real i don't know but yeah it was wild it, yeah it was an interesting and there's so many times where you're like oh if she had just done this like one thing but yeah. uh, the world is against juniper song hayward if you ask her like everything is against her like oh she's a victim type yeah like her parent like her mom keeps being like oh maybe like find a career that's not writing and she was like oh because you don't believe it man you hate me and i'm the least favorite and it's like or or maybe um you literally were for you. you were living paycheck to paycheck before you stole this book basically so like maybe and like at one point she has enough where she literally could never write again she like could just stop and she could live off the royalties for like i think she said like 20 years or something like a long long and she was like but i can't because then no one will ever know like there's nothing to leave behind that's why she can't have an office job because she won't be leaving behind the legacy no one will know the narcissist yeah it's like okay great yeah you Mm -hmm. Hmm. yeah like i think it might not have been great but neither is june so yeah, I was wondering where it was all kind of going to go. I mean, with a title like Yellow Face. Like, I was like, okay, so somebody's pretending to be Asian. Yeah, she gets called out. Degree. On, yeah, she gets called out on it, like, multiple times. Like, she gets invited to, like, talks and stuff. And, like, she'll show mm-hmm. up. And, like, there's one where it was, like, at, like, a, an Asian community center, Chinese community center. And they show up and they're like, oh, like, your parents didn't teach you how to speak Chinese? And she's like, no, I'm white. And they were like, oh and like she gets called out on it like like somebody like posts about her being like a yellow face racist white woman on twitter and she's like oh, yeah. i am not she's like i'm not even racist reverse racism Meh. even like, though she literally stole her asian friend's story yeah yeah and then t- passed up as hers wow mm-hmm. yeah she, wow. Yeah, she loved, level. loved to throw out like all the reverse racism and all these other well, things so I can definitely see why it was picked for one of the Goodreads categories. Mm-hmm. They always have such an interesting variety. Yeah. Especially when you see them. So I vote in them every year when I, I remember. Forgot. I just happen to remember this year. I missed like the last like four. Um, but yeah, so it is always interesting to see kind of like what other books are in there to begin with mm-hmm. and then what it comes down to. So I wasn't surprised that the, I knew this one was going to be at least a finalist. Yeah, I'm not surprised at all. Uh, well, mine is very different. Wow, very different. <laughs> uh, so I did Holly by Stephen King. Oh, it's like yeah. his newest book. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not. Well, okay. When I read the back of it, I realized that she was like a character from another book of his. So oh. technically, Holly shows up in his book, Mister Mercedes, which I have not read. I have not. Um, 
And then he also had short stories earlier this year and I bought it, but I hadn't read it yet. And I didn't know that she had a short story in it. So he had like a collection of short stories come out called like, if it bleeds, but there was like Mm. four different short stories in it. But if it bleeds is its own short story, which is what I thought I was buying. But then when I got it and I realized there's a bunch of other short stories, I just never got through all of them. Mm -hmm. Um, So I didn't actually get to if it bleeds because it was the last one. (laughs) So this book, if you have read the other ones where Holly appears, um, is like right off of the heels of If It Bleeds. So there were references in the book in Holly that I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't like feel like I missed that much. Because sort of those subtlety them. ones. Yeah, like it came up quite a bit. Like they would reference like other cases that she did. So Holly is a, a private detective. Um, so she runs the Finders Keepers uh, like detective agency. Um it's interesting like i said because they do mention the other books and so like i there's enough that i got the context so if you haven't read the other books like you'll understand enough it doesn't really matter Mm -hmm. but it would have made it like a more a little bit more thorough for me if i had known that ahead of time like i kind of want to go back and read them honestly because i think it would be helpful to Mm kind of know it because like Stephen King just assumes that you know. Yeah, you he's know. Like, he's like, you read my book, didn't you? And you're like, he like would refer to like the bad guy and if it bleeds. And I was like, okay, context was <laughs> tell me that this was the case, but I don't know anything else or understand it. Or like it would be like um like a reference point that he would use to introduce another character where it was like, oh well, they worked with her on this thing. And I was like, got nothing. Um, so there was some of that. <laughs> but despite not having read the other ones, Holly was a great book. Like standalone you didn't really need the context even though it would have been nice um so like i said she's a private detective so she runs finders keepers agency at the beginning of this book her so this book was written like during uh, like late 2020 2021 because it basically spans like the bulk of the book happens during 2020 to 2021 Mm -hmm. um so covid is really prevalent like stephen king goes pretty hard on like some political touch points in this book (laughs) like covid um holly's mother has just died she was a a covid denier Mm. hardcore hardcore Mm -hmm. trumpist um so if you don't want to read about that kind of stuff uh you don't escape it in this book um holly is very clearly like like double vaxxed wears masks is super paranoid partially because her mom just died and then Mm -hmm. like i mean her mom died thinking that covid wasn't real at all like still saying that like it's not real yeah that's not that's not what killing her and so, like, that trauma really, like, drives Holly to be a little bit extra of, like, a germaphobe throughout this book and, like, a little bit bitter towards people who are anti-vax and, like, pro-Trump. Um, so that does come up throughout the book quite a bit. Um, but, like, it was, it's topical, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, it's relevant, it's current. Um, Stephen King in, like, the afterwards does mention the fact that even though this is, like, supposedly chronologically right after if it bleeds if it bleeds was technically written in 2019 before covid was on the radar so he's like i know that that's like kind of a consistency error technically between these books he's like unfortunately i can't see the future so yeah (laughs) how would i have known covid was gonna be a thing (laughs) um so that does come up a lot in this book um so because her mother has just died uh the detective agency is like kind of taking a, a vacation like a hiatus um she has one partner. I'm pretty sure his name is Pete. There's a lot of characters in this. So if I mess up someone's mm. name, I'm sorry. Um, I'm pretty sure his name is Pete. Uh, but he has COVID right now. So he's out. Holly is technically taking like bereavement leave. Um, but she starts getting a call 
on her work phone and she kind of wants the distraction and but she ignores it she's like no i'm on vacation i'm not doing it won't do it but then this lady leaves four messages for her and she's like okay i'll just i'll just listen to the messages i mean at that point i no think I, would, I think i would too four from I the same too. person i'm you got me curious it's a lot so she listens to this lady's messages and this lady penny her daughter bonnie went missing three years three years three weeks prior okay i was like and three years <laughs> Yeah. It does jump around, which is why I said years, because mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out how I wanted to do this in my brain, because we're going to jump back three years. Okay. Um, but three weeks prior, Bonnie went missing. So Bonnie is like 24. She works at the university library locally. Um, she rides her bike everywhere. And the police just assume that she's just run off from home because she doesn't have a great relationship with her mom. And I'm like, that's something a 17 year old does, not a 24 year old. Yeah. But there was a note on Bonnie's bike when someone found it that said like, I've had enough. That's all it said. Mm-hmm. I've had enough. So the police and honestly, like the hospitals and everybody, cause she's trying to find out like maybe she got injured and maybe she's been put somewhere as a Jane Doe. Like nobody wants to really help her because COVID has overwhelmed mm-hmm. all of the public services. Mm-hmm. So the police are dealing with um, like their, they do say that there was like a local shooting earlier in the year. I think it was in the same year, roughly around the same timeline where, um, like a, a black man was murdered during like a routine traffic stop. So that comes up. Um, so everyone basically is too overwhelmed in the regular public services. So this lady reaches out to Holly because mm-hmm. Holly has a pretty good reputation. She actually inherited this uh, detective agency from a former police officer. Apparently that came from um, the book, Mr. Mercedes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I haven't read. So that context was useful, but basically Holly's intrigued. She's like, okay, that sounds that sounds like something I could totally help with. Like, I'd love the distraction. Um, this book, you know right away who, who's, who done it. Like, oh, there's okay. no mystery. There's no mystery involved. Um, what I was saying about, like, jumping back three years is that this book goes, like, kind of, it's not exactly every other chapter, but it's roughly every other chapter where it will talk about victims that have also disappeared. Um, like, there's, like, one in 2012, one in 2015, one in 2018, two in 2020, I think. And then um, just Bonnie, I believe, in 2021. So there's probably been at least six victims. Um, but this book starts off with one of the victims. So I was like, oh, okay, what's what's happening here? So you have some context when Holly is reached out to by this lady about her daughter going missing that, like, mm-hmm. there's somebody kidnapping people. Typically, the people who are being kidnapped are uh, gay, uh, of color, or just pissed off this particular person who's yes. doing it. Um, like I said, you do know right away, though. Like, I don't really want to tell you necessarily, but you yeah. do know right away. Um, makes it kind of hard for me to, like, tell you about it. So I'm trying, <laughs> trying to, like, keep it surface level so that you can still experience it on your own. Um, but basically, when they take people, they plan ahead pretty far in advance. They're people typically that they know to some degree. There is, like, relevant factors on, like, who they take. Like I said, um being a minority or being uh gay is one of the one of the big ones part of the lgbtq community so uh essentially holly is kind of racing the clock to try to figure out if bonnie is still alive because there's a lot of things that aren't really adding up and so she starts digging into seeing if other people have disappeared under other circumstances that are similar so she keeps finding that like oh this other person that doesn't seem related because like serial killers usually have like a type right yeah like 
like like are all of these weird different strings related like other than the fact that like one was like a kid on a skateboard like so there are people typically they don't have vehicles and then there are people who disappear in the same general region so like they do give you kind of like an idea of like the layout of like this neighborhood and they talk about like well this is a nice neighborhood like this is where like the convenience store is and then there's like a park and then there's like a trashy area of the park where like they keep finding people's skateboards or bikes or mopeds or whatever so it's like there are some of these like very circumstantial evidence to link it so she can't bring it to the police yeah because it's not enough to be like i think there's a serial killer out here and then like a lot of times there are people that aren't going to be missed either like the youngest person that they took was nine and his mom was an alcoholic and he talked a few times about running away to go to live with an uncle in like Florida or something. So like they were reasonable enough that the police would write it off. Mm -hmm. um, or it would be somebody who like was fight. Well, like Bonnie was like fighting with their mom. And so they were like, that's a good reason she could be leaving. Um, or somebody who has no family in the area. And so they would like write a note saying that like, I'm done or whatever. Like, mm -hmm. So they're very clever, the, these <laughs> perpetrators. Um, so basically this book is just Holly trying to figure out what the heck happened to Bonnie. It's pretty clear early on that at this point, considering the pattern that we see from these um, perpetrators, Bonnie's not going to be alive. Mm. Um, trigger warning cannibalism. Oh. So I'll give you that. Okay. Didn't, didn't Did you find that out? real early did, real did early didn't think any of this was going to go there yeah so <laughs> the their gist of what they do is they take people and then the they put them in a cage in their basement and they feed them liver and give them some water and then they kill them and they use their parts to help with their like sciatica and arthritis because one of them is like a scientist guy who his entire, like, one of his nicknames is Mr. Meat. Like, his entire, like, yeah. scientific theory is that, like, you can basically fend off aging by using human parts. So, like, they see people as livestock. And so they're hmm. being careful and selecting their livestock. Like you said, you find this out very early. Yeah. So it's really interesting to kind of go back and forth chapter-wise to, like, them talking. Because, like, they get into it more as the book goes on, like, how exactly that he believes this and, like, how this all works and, like, what exactly they're doing. Mm -hmm. Because, like, at first it's like, why are they feeding them liver? Like, raw liver. Like, why? So it goes into, like, I'm not going to tell you, obviously, but, like, all the details, like, how they've come to this conclusion. Yeah. Um, but they're basically crazy. <laughs> like, so it's, it was incredibly interesting, even though you knew up front. Like, I was like, oh, man, he ruined it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I already know who done it. <laughs> but, like, it's just, like, you see all of these different, like, their, their reasons for doing it. And then Holly's investigation style is really cool. Like, the way that she goes about like talking to the community um, again with COVID and politics being part of it. It was interesting to see that kind of baked into her investigation and the way that she interacted with the community. Mm -hmm. um, like it felt, I mean, obviously it's insane to think that like somebody's eating people to fend off old age, but it felt real. Mm -hmm. like, it felt like something that could happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I really can't tell you much more because I want you to experience it for yourselves. And I won't tell you exactly who they are, but 
it was really good. Like even without the back context, it would have been super helpful because she has like some friends that help her with the detective agency that she like reaches out to. It's like some of them who are like really good with like mapping out where the crimes have occurred to help her kind of connect some dots. Um, some of her friends kind of get like some of the bits of information that like you see that they have, but Holly doesn't have because Holly hasn't thought to ask them about this particular thing. Cause why would she yeah. like, why would she? So like you as the reader get all of these little bits of information and then you get to watch Holly kind of put them together. So it was, it was really good. Like five out of five, even though I had no context, did not know who this character was super enjoyed. Okay. I've been curious about that one. Cause like Stephen King is like back and forth. Like sometimes it's great. Sometimes you're like, it's not for me. So yeah, I would say that like overall this was his most readable book that I've ever had which makes me want to read the other ones with Holly in them because mm-hmm. a lot of his books like I don't know if it's the words that he uses or the way that he drags stuff out sometimes it makes it really hard because I'm like get to the point I want to know what happens because I like yeah. the story but he gets too into the weeds this one is not like that but there are some areas where he gets really repetitive mm-hmm. like someone will say something to Holly one time and then she'll say it every freaking chapter and so I'm we're, like we're like we get it I understand. Like <laughs> this is important. I was there. <laughs> yeah. So um there is some of that like repetition that goes on, but as a whole, like this was his like easily the most digestible Stephen King book. Like I read this very quickly. <laughs> and it's like a 430 page book. So oh, dang. I have an audible That's credit great. coming up. So maybe I'll check out the narrator, maybe give that one a try. Yeah, I would. Yeah, because I I want to figure out how these wild. cannibals are. That's how, the most intriguing they- part. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, go. I don't think I find the body. Find me a cannibal. Give me the cannibals. <laughs> Let me know what's going on. <laughs> this was a fun category, which is just something where you get something so different from two different books. Yeah. Um, let's see. Next, we we have all kinds of fun things coming up. I don't remember the exact order of them, and that's okay. You I think self help is next. Oh, that's right. Because New Year, same us. Um, but. Yeah, come back two weeks for that. Minis in February. And yeah, we'll talk to everyone later. Bye, everyone. Bye.